Welcome to my podcast, Finding Focus After 50, where early birds are also warmly welcome to listen in. If you're starting a new chapter in your life, but are stuck trying to figure things out, I invite you to join me for coffee and conversation as we help you answer the questions, who am I, where am I going, and how do I get there? Together, we'll dive into the power of looking at life through a different lens, and I'll help you navigate a new chapter and a new you. I'm Kathleen Davenport, a Hawaii-based professional photographer, life coach, podcaster, motivational speaker, avid golfer, and military veteran. I'm looking forward to sharing insights and inspiration and helping you make the rest of your life the best of your life. Aloha and welcome. do I get unstuck? You know, I get asked this question a lot. Now, the question itself has a lot of varieties. You know, it it can sometimes sound like, how do I get more motivated? How do I go to the next level in my business? How do I get rid of the stress in my life? How do I find my next chapter? How can I improve my life? You know, how can I find more time in my day? You know, how do I find more energy? You know, these are all just themes and variations of the same bottom line question of how do I get unstuck? So when I get this question from clients, one of the things that I like to do is dive a little bit deeper into that same exact question and ask, you know, well, what are you stuck in or on? You know, is it a job that you don't like? Perhaps a relationship that isn't working? Um, Is it a house? Are you stuck in that needs repairs? Are you stuck in indecision about whether you should retire or not or change jobs? Should you sell or buy, move or stay? You know, getting a little bit deeper into the root cause of the problem really then starts helping frame where you're going to be able to move forward with this. You know, are you stressed because you're stuck? That is one of the biggest factors for people wanting to decide that they've got to move forward, but they just really don't know how to move forward. And that's where they generally come to me or or start asking, you know, friends or, or others just for some advice on how do I get unstuck? Okay. So let's start looking at that question. How do you get unstuck? Well, to get unstuck, you really only have two choices. One, you can stay stuck and just wait until the universe takes action to make you move through whatever it is you're stuck in. You know, if it's a job loss, a health scare, um, an unexpected obstacle, or, or some other force of nature. But know this for a fact. If you don't eventually make a move, the universe is going to force you into action. Think about that. Think about how many other times maybe in your life you've been stuck somewhere and you eventually either came out of it on your own, you you chose to take some sort of action, or something happened, positive or negative, 
however you want to look at that, something happened to force you to go ahead and take action, you know, to move ahead. So again, if you don't take action, the universe is going to cause something to happen or, or, or make you move into action. And then the other choice that you have, you know, if you're just going to wait it out and wait for the universe to take action for you, then you have the option of being a little proactive and taking action yourself. But now the bottom line question comes, so what action do you take? So a lot of self-development gurus, life coaches, and self-help books will tell you one or all of the following or make the following recommendations. You know, they'll say, change your mindset. Think positively. You know, if you want to, if, if you want to get unstuck, you've got to find your purpose or you know, follow your passion, live your dream, go outside your comfort zone. Uh, another advice that is often given is, you know, focus on goals and, but not the obstacles. And then the one that I really love is believe in yourself. The list just goes on and on, on ways to try to help you get unstuck. But the problem is that none of these really solve the problem to help you get unstuck. For example, how can you believe in yourself if you don't really know who you are and what you should believe that's true anymore? You know, by this age, you know, again, we're talking about finding focus after 50 for the majority of the people that are listening to this podcast. You know, we've lived through a lot of different things and we've had a lot of layers put onto us over the years that we've come to believe as truths. So how can you believe in yourself if, again, you don't really know who you are anymore? What if you're believing the wrong things about yourself? Have you ever been told, you know, you can't do that. And so you live your life believing that that's true. You know, and then how can you find your purpose if you don't know which direction to go and look for it? You know, I'm going to do a whole nother podcast talking about purpose, but let's just kind of sit with this right now that finding your purpose isn't the absolute way to get yourself unstuck or get yourself out of a funk. Okay. And about finding your purpose, how do you know if you've really found it? You know, how can you confidently step outside your comfort zone if that's been recommended to you? if you're worried about stepping into an even bigger hole. So, you know, these kinds of things, the uncertainty about moving forward is what keeps so many people stuck in the same place, in the same situation, in this never ending loop of questioning and uncertainty. You know, it's that fear of failure, the unknown, not having a foundation or a guide to tell you when you're on track or off track. You know, we're so afraid of failure. That's why we stay stuck, you know, and I've been hugely stuck, so I get it. You know, um, I used to lie in bed at night thinking there was something more that I was meant to do. I did have a successful career in the military and now I have and had a successful photography business, but something was still missing in my life that I just had no idea what it was. And I would just stay stuck in wondering, what else should I be doing? What else could I be doing? So, you know, I, I did some reading and studying, and I, I eventually came to figuring out my purpose. Hallelujah, right? 
I knew what I was meant to do, but I didn't know what to do. So even though I'd found my purpose, I was still stuck. You know, and I even, I, you know, when I found my, what I thought was my purpose, you know, it shed light on the situation and I found even more motivation, but I was still overall stuck and frustrated. And then I finally figured out what was missing. And this is what I found out was missing from a lot of the personal development training that I'd taken. And it was really finding and building on the framework of this self, this person of who I really was. Because again, by this time in my life, there'd been so many other layers that are folded on to who we are, you know, from career, from family, all these different roles that we take on that we sort of lose ourselves. We've lost ourselves over the years. So one of the things that I figured out was that you have to know who you are and why you're here. Understanding what makes you tick and how you're wired. You have to know your worth. And then you start putting all of this together and it starts forming your life path and your purpose starts getting a little bit clearer. And then you can start taking the steps to move in the right direction. You know, it's really about finding your authentic self. And I'm going to spend a little time with this issue of finding your self or discovering who you really are, because this is a huge foundational piece for getting yourself moving in the right direction. And over the years of working with with different coaching clients, I've come back to this same premise that when they start making the biggest gains was when they started discovering their inner self. It was when they finally started understanding who they are and, and, and why they do the things they do, how they actually communicate with others and what's meaningful in their lives, what's really the heart and soul of how they live and want to live their lives. You know, when I got out of the military, you know, when I retired many, many years ago, um, the the military assumes that you're going to want to go, you're still young enough to get on and, and to have a whole nother career. So we're given these assessments. I was given this assessment, sort of a behavioral assessment, personality assessment, just to figure out what I might be suited for in the civilian world. And I took this assessment and the trainer took a look at all of my results. And he said, first of all, you um, really like to question conventional authority. You like to work in small groups, not large groups. You like to be a free thinker. You know, he started telling all of these different traits about me. And again, for all of us who've taken these kinds of tests, there's no real right or wrong to this. It's just a reflection or an analysis of who you are, you know, and, and what you like to do. And it just gives you some clearer insight about why you do the things you do and why you like the things you like. So he was giving me all of this assessment and basically he finally said, you know, why were you in the military? You, this free thinker, this free wheeler, this person who likes to question conventional authority. And from that 
moment forward, it really got me thinking about the deeper sense of who I am and where I needed to go based on who I am and what I really like to do. One of the other things I did after I retired from the military was then I started taking um, an assessment, my own personal assessment of where I'd been in my life. And I started listing out all of the different achievements that I'd accomplished. And then these were just big or small things. And I was just doing this for a fun little exercise for myself, just to kind of get a clearer picture of what sort of fed into how I had been shaped over the years. So I started even when I was um, in high school. Uh, the fact that during the summers, I liked to play softball, you know, and I was very competitive and I liked, you know, having the hard roles on the team, and but still enjoyed working with the team. I loved the, the thrill of a challenge. I started looking at some of the other things that I did and what I'd done over the years. And I'd realized that all of the different things that I'd done and things that I'd signed up for were not necessarily the easy road. And they were things that I knew that would challenge me mentally, physically, emotionally. And they were things that I knew would help me grow. So I kind of took that piece of information or that thread of how I like to live my life. And I've taken that forward with how I want to do things and the things that I tend to choose now. So there's a pattern, whether you realize it or not, there's a pattern to the things that you've done in your life. And I want you to look at this from the positive patterns, not the negative patterns. Look to the things that are the patterns in your life and the things that you just have a natural tendency to want to do or gravitate to. And these will start giving you clues to the types of things that you want to look for as you start moving down your future path. A few years ago, I was teaching a workshop, which would eventually become the basis for all of my, you know, finding focus materials and coaching and training. And at the one at the workshop, one woman said, you know, I'm having trouble figuring out what I want to do with my life. Again, she was stuck, as were, you know, the, the, many of the participants in the workshop. That was the whole purpose of it was to help people figure out how they wanted to move forward, how they could move forward. This woman had recently left her job and she was searching for something that would add more meaning to her life and make her happy. So I had her do this achievements list. I had all the participants do this achievements list. And it was basically, again, writing down 20 things that you can think of that you enjoyed over the years. And again, it can be anything big. It can be anything big or small. It can be, you know, again, earning a place on the softball team. It can be winning an award at the science fair. It can be, you know, writing a, a, a great paper that was published, whatever it is that comes to mind to you. Okay. However big or small. So anyway, I had this woman do this 20 achievements exercise and what she realized when looking at the threads of the things that she'd accomplished and the things that she liked to do was she realized that her joy was traveling, but she didn't have the funds to travel every month. 
So I then asked her, what was it about traveling that she enjoyed the most? And she said it was meeting the new people, trying new food, learning about different cultures, you know, just having different experiences. So once we discovered the pattern of her joy, which was, you know, basically continual learning and having these new exciting experiences, being among people and having engaging conversations, she realized that she could find and actually create these experiences on her own without always having to find it through travel. So to just kind of reiterate, it's these patterns of your past, the things that have brought you joy and currently bring you the greatest joy that will give you clues on how to focus your future. So needless to say, this woman from my workshop, knowing what she knew about what made her happy and felt fulfilled was to look for the opportunities in her life and in her community where she could become engaged and be around people. You know, being around people might not be everybody's cup of tea. There are, uh, you know, you might be an introvert and that's not what you want to do. But for her, she was definitely an extrovert who derived great joy from being around people and talking with people. And that's the kind of experiences, even jobs, volunteer or paid or otherwise, Those are the types of things and involvement that she needed to find that would help her create the greatest sense of fulfillment in her life. You know, I also worked with another client who is facing a potential career change. And in looking back at his patterns, we discovered that he got greater joy by working outdoors. Now, this gentleman was up and being considered for a management type of job where he would be supervising, you know, eight to 10 people and, you know, basically working at an office every day. But when we got to talking about the patterns of his life, we discovered again that he enjoyed working by himself. He he loved working outdoors. He enjoyed doing research and analysis. His potential career change would have had him working in an office supervising this team and doing training. So needless to say, once he recognized the patterns of what would bring him joy, really, he decided to decline the job because he knew that this was not his path. You know, so really trying to understand who you are is big foundational piece of this framework that I like to talk about for discovering who you are and where you're going to go. You have to know who you are so that you can start living the life and getting yourself unstuck. Again, this is the first phase. The second phase of what you have to learn how to do for what I call this, I call it a focus framework. You know, the other part of it this framework of being able to understand yourself is learning how to stand in your power. So once you've discovered who you are, then you're going to start building on that and you're going to learn how to stand in your power, strengthening that inner core, you know, stop giving away your power. You have to learn to take a hundred percent responsibility for your life. There's only three things that you can really control in life. And that's the thoughts you think, the images you visualize and the actions you choose to take. 
taking 100% responsibility for your life really gives you the power to be in control and to be in charge of how you want to live your life. The other part of this framework and being able to strengthen your inner core is that you have to decide what you want. You know, so many people these days, you know, let's let's put it this way. How about going out to a restaurant? How often have you given away your power when somebody says, oh, what, what, what are you, what are you going to order? And then you say, you know, I haven't decided. Or, or how about if we just get this? And you, you say, oh, well, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. It, it might be whatever it is that kind of decision you're going to make, whether it's going out for the evening, going to a restaurant, um, or just deciding how to spend some free time maybe with others. How often do you give away your power by saying, you know, it doesn't really matter to me. You choose. Learn how to take back your power and say, let's do this, or I prefer to do this. Just start practicing it a little bit at a time. And it's not, again, about being in control of an entire situation, but it's learning to take back your power and be in control of your life. All right? Other actions that I recommend people to do in this focus framework is learning how to believe it's possible and then taking action. You have to have a vision of where you want to go. If you're going to get unstuck from where you are, start learning to create a vision of where you want to go. And that vision of where you want to go is going to relate back to who you are. Because again, once you start recognizing the patterns that have always filled you with joy, then you can start building the path based along those patterns. So that's the path. And that's where you start believing that it's actually possible to create these situations or move into these situations because you've already been there. And then it's just a matter of taking the action. So to get unstuck, you have to move yourself into taking those actions that are going to get you from where you are to where you want to be. But now you're not just doing it blindly. Again, with this framework that I'm just giving you, you know, kind of a top level down view of, it's going to start creating for you the understanding and a positive reference point for you to be able to move forward so that you're not just going willy-nilly or just trying something and, oh, that didn't work. Now I'm going to bounce off that wall and go to the next wall. Yeah, you might be having to do some course corrections along the way. It's not to say that taking action and moving in a direction has to be the final direction that you're going. You can always shift. You know what? Airplanes are always making course corrections as they're in the air. So that's the same for your life. You can always make a course correction if it's not exactly the direction that you're wanting to go. It's okay to adjust your altitude and your attitude. So the last part of this kind of framework that I want to put in your mind to be able, again, to get out of this stuckiness where you might find yourself is that you are going to learn to put yourself into alignment. Everything that you're learning about yourself, again, going back to that very basic of discovering who you are, is now going to the point of learning to get and staying in alignment so that you're perfectly in tune with who you are, how you act, what you think, and what you say. 
being in alignment makes makes it so that your life runs smoother. Your decisions come more quickly. You're going to learn how to trust your intuition when it starts saying these little things to you. You're going to be able to act on these intuitive hits and learn to trust the guidance that's being put in your path, in your right path. And this is all very basic things, but it's not things that we've generally been taught to do. You know, this whole framework that I like to talk about are things that I've sort of just developed because of working with coaching clients for the many years that I've worked with them and finding what's worked. It's worked for me and it's worked for my clients to help put them on a path, a more meaningful and direct path with less, almost less risk is one way to say it, to be able to move into a life that they can experience the greatest joy with a sense of fulfillment and and, and gratitude, okay? So if you're stuck, the first thing that I can tell you to do is it's time to take stock, you know, figure out who you are. And if you need help with doing that, you have to ask. It's okay to ask. Somebody, you know, once told me, that trying to figure yourself out, it's like trying to read the ingredients on a mayonnaise jar when you're inside the mayonnaise jar. That one took me a little while to figure out, but think about it. You know, we really can't figure out ourselves as easily as we think we can. And then we start questioning, well, did I think about the right thing? So it's okay to ask for help in trying to figure out who you are and where you're going. You know, get yourself unstuck. Life is too short to stay in limbo. It's too short to stay in stuckiness. So I want to encourage you to take the actions that will get you out of where you are. Start living a life that will light you up. There's no glory. There's no goodness or fun in staying stuck. Again, you deserve to live a life that lights you up. Feel free to message me through my website at KathleenDavenport.com. And I look forward to hearing from you, connecting with you. And um, I hope you'll follow me on my next podcast. And remember, I'm cheering for you and you deserve to live a life that lights you up. Thanks for listening. Aloha and thanks for listening to this podcast episode of Finding Focus After 50. If you enjoyed what you heard and maybe found some golden nuggets of information, I hope you'll share this with a friend. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you have questions or comments for me, or would like to recommend any topic ideas or even a guest, you can reach me through my website at KathleenDavenport.com. Thanks for listening and sharing a cup of coffee with me. Hugs and aloha.